Good morning, everyone. I am so thankful that each one of y'all are here today. If you're joining online, welcome to New Hope this morning. And if you're a visitor, we're so happy to have you. Um, please make sure you sign in at the tablet and grab a gift bag. We have a few announcements. There is caroling this Wednesday, so please come out. We meet at 530 at the church to go caroling at different shut-ins homes. The children's program is tonight at 6 o'clock, and the Christmas Eve service is this week at 5 o'clock, and Christmas Day, our service is at 10 o'clock that morning. So please mark all these down and come out and celebrate the birth of Christ with us. And Amy has an announcement. Good morning. So the Acteens Christmas card postal service is up and running, has been for a few weeks. So if you will stop by after church today or Wednesday night or next Sunday and grab your cards, we have some very big stacks of cards with very big rubber bands around them. And we're trying to deliver them, but we can't get to everybody. Thank you. We are so close to Christmas. School lets out this week. Some of you have days off from work. There's the last-minute gift buying, wrapping, cooking, and we have get-togethers that some of us will have throughout the week. So I'm going to say one word that may sound funny after all of those things. Peace. Peace can be used in so many different contexts. Peace in our homes, peace in our marriages, peace in our nation, peace amongst those we disagree with, and peace in our own minds. The phrase that resonates most with me would probably be, I would just like some peace and quiet. Sometimes. The peace of Christ, which surpasses all understanding, that Paul is telling about us about when writing to the Philippians, does not need to be read quickly. The ones I named are within our understanding, right? I like constant reminders that God is so sovereign and so powerful that he is far more than I can ever understand. He surpasses those. The peace that can come through Christ in your lives, the peace that was granted to us in the life of Jesus, surpasses all understanding. Don't bring Jesus to our level this Christmas. He may have come as a precious baby, and we may be celebrating his birth, but the magnitude of what was happening, the prophecies that were given that led perfectly to this, the first spoken word of God recorded in creation through all the Israelites did, through all the redemption, all the future things that we would do in creation, he still gave us this peace that surpasses all understanding. Peace, the stillness in my soul, the closeness I feel to the spirit that dwells within my body, the way that I can live so completely different now than my life before giving my life to Christ. That is the peace that he speaks of. And I'm really happy that I don't understand it, but I trust and I keep faith in my God and our Redeemer. So as the Polabonsky family comes this morning, to light the Advent candles, listen to the scriptures in Philippians 4, 4 through 8, and start now and continue this throughout the week. Your challenge this week is to praise God for the moments that you reflect on and on that God, the God that gave you a peace that surpasses all understanding. Without Christ, there was no peace to be found before, now, or in the future. It reads, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. 
Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you that you are so all-knowing, so powerful, so sovereign, that we cannot understand it. But the love that you show us, the peace that you give us in times where we could never find peace on our own, is enough for us to trust you and have faith in you and to follow you, God. And I pray that in each person here. And if someone is struggling with that, trusting you, seeing the peace that you can give, I just pray that they are softened this week and throughout whatever they're going through, Lord, that their heart is softened to see that, that their eyes are cleared to see your peace that can only come from you. Nothing on earth can give us that. Nothing in this world can satisfy any of our needs except you, Lord, our creator. You made us. I pray for that that peace that we cannot understand, but that we can see clearly in our lives if we stop and pay attention and ask for it and seek it we will find it and I pray that over everyone this week as we prepare for the celebration of the birth of Jesus and I pray over each one as we worship this morning that we will give you praise and let our words and our songs and our prayers be pleasing unto you God in heaven amen
Good morning this morning. Isn't it a beautiful day? Beautiful day to gather together to worship the Lord and Savior. It is Christmas season. Christmas is coming on fast, isn't it? Uh, reminder, next week we'll meet at 10 o'clock instead of 11 o'clock. But uh, right now the, 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 the idea of Christmas, you know, schools are closing out for the year, for the, uh, for the semester, I guess. And people are scurrying around looking for the in the stores looking for their gifts that they can buy, their own line clicking for the best, uh, the best deals that they can find out there. Uh, I saw one story of a guy, he, uh, he uh, went and bought his wife a beautiful Suburban. And he told his friend, his friend said, well, I thought she wanted a, uh, I'm sorry, she, he bought her a beautiful diamond ring. And he said, well, I thought she wanted a Suburban. He said, but where can you find a fake suburban? <laughs> they were going to look at the perfect gift, the real gift, the real deal. And this perfect gift comes in the form of a baby. Not a fake baby doll, but the real Christ child. Again, His name is, is Jesus. The prophet Isaiah talks about Jesus and His coming 700 years before He's actually born. Isaiah 9.6 it says, for to us a child is born, to us a child is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Over the last few weeks, we've been looking at the names that Isaiah gives to the Messiah. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, and this week, is everlasting Father. Everlasting Father is kind of a, a weird name to be given to a, a child. I mean, after all, how can a child be a father? And how can a newborn be everlasting? So you ask the question, what was it God was wanting us to see in the names of Jesus here? I think He wanted us to see that that God was not going to be an ordinary man. God, He would be God. God in the flesh. God becomes man. God with all of His power, might, and wisdom. All of His glory revealed in a man. The Gospel of Matthew tells us this. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, it says, The virgin will be with child and give birth to a son. And they will call Him Emmanuel, God with us. This child, while He was human, He was also eternal. He had no beginning and He has no end. He existed before the earth and He will exist forever and ever. He's always existed, always has and always will. We're going to look at a number of passages this morning that lays out the idea, the fact that Jesus is God. And then we're going to look at the idea of Him being the Father. The first one is John chapter 1, verse 1 through 4. You will turn your Bibles to that, and we're going to see where this, this passage is referring to Jesus uh, as the Word, and the Word as Jesus. He says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. 
And through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. Earlier in the service today, we sang the song forever. Did you listen to the lyrics? You pay attention to that. Give thanks to the Lord our God and King. He, his love endures, how long? Forever. For He is good. He is above all things. From the rising to the setting sun, by the grace of God, we will carry on. Forever God is faithful. Forever God is strong. Forever God is with us. And Jesus is part of the Trinity, the, the, the divine essence of one. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, but the people in Isaiah's day, they didn't understand the thought of the Son and the Spirit. All they knew was God the Father. And so when Isaiah was talking about this prophecy and speaking of this prophecy, they called Him Everlasting Father. They understood it would be God that was coming in the flesh. Baby Jesus is God. God would be their Savior, their Deliverer, and their King. And Jesus said in John 10.30, I, 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 I am the Father are one. Jesus and God the Father are one. Listen to this exchange in John 14.6. It says, Jesus answered, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Listen to this. If you really know me, you'll know my Father as well. From now on, you do know Him and have seen Him. And Philip said, Lord, show us the Father that we may, and that will be enough for us. And Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I've been with you for such a long time, anyone who has seen the Father, anyone who's seen me has seen the Father, how can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am the Father and the Father is in me? And the words I say to you, I do not speak. I, I, speak, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living within me who is doing the work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. In John chapter 8, verse 58. It says, Very truly, I tell you, Jesus answered, Before Abraham was born, I am. And to understand that verse, we've got to look at how God spoke to Moses there in, in, in Exodus 3.14. See, God revealed Himself to Moses when He said, My name is, I am. Exodus 3.14, God said to Moses, I am who I am. And this is what you're to say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. In John 17, Jesus is praying for His disciples. He says, I will remain in the world no longer. They are still in the world and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them 
by the power of your name, the name you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. The name of Jesus and the essence of Jesus will never change. Psalm 90 verse 2 says, Before the mountains were born, for you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Isaiah 54, 8. With the everlasting kindness, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord Redeemer. He is our eternal Father. He is our everlasting Father. He is our eternal Father. He's our everlasting Father. And the second word in that title is Father. Of all the people in the world, eight billion people in the world today, only three of them can call him Daddy. Only as a believer in Christ can we call God our Father. That word when we think about that, he says, I know many of us may not have a good image of our earthly father. Perhaps he was not in our lives. Maybe he was abusive. He might have had an addiction or a habit that caused him to not be involved or that maybe he didn't come home regularly. Today's idea of a father has been blurred by the media. The role of a father today is vastly different from the biblical idea of a father. Most of the TV shows and movies today portray the father very differently than when many of us were younger. Think about Leave it to Beaver and Andy Griffith, My Three Sons. We could go on and on with examples of the father who was present and loving and strong in the home but most of the tv shows and movies today portray so today's idea of a father has been blurred by the media the role of the father today is vastly different from the biblical idea of a father most of the tv shows and movies i think she read this an absent or a deadbeat dad right a drunkard and a slob and that's true right that's the way fathers are portrayed the mother is always the smart one in the family. And, and it's not the way it was when Leave It to Beaver was on. Also, Mother didn't wear a dress and high heels when she cooked <laughs> supper, right? But, um, but in biblical days, the father was the anchor of the home. Uh, they were strong, compassionate, dependable, watched over his household. They provided for those in who they were responsible for, and they were protectors of the family. So when Isaiah and Jesus would be, so when Isaiah said Jesus would be the everlasting father, this was the image that came to mind, not the, not the image that some of us have today. And unfortunately, some of us don't have good images of our father. I hope you do. I do. As a matter of fact, I remember him sitting right over there in tears when I was being ordained right here in front of this church. I only saw him cry twice in his life. That was over his mother's coffin and when I was being ordained. So I have a good image of my father. I hope you do as well. When you say this passage to someone who doesn't have a good image, it doesn't register, does it? But back in those days, and hopefully in these days, 
Men will step up and be the fathers that they're supposed to be. The Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. 2 Thessalonians 3.3. 3. Psalm 103.17, also speaking of fathers, says, But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children. Isaiah 45, 17, but Israel will be saved by the Lord with an everlasting salvation. You will never be put to shame or disgraced to ages everlasting. This baby we celebrate is God, wrapped in flesh and lived among his people. He is wonderful counselor. He is the mighty God. He is the everlasting father. He is the God of all creation. Whatever you're struggling with, and we're all struggling from time to time, pain, grief, distress, misfortune, hurt, our God is bigger than our difficulties. Amen? As the songwriter Scott Wesley Brown writes, there's no problem too big that he cannot solve. There's no mountain too big that he cannot move. There's no storm too dark that God cannot calm it. There's no sorrow too deep that he cannot smooth. If he carried the weight of the world on his shoulders, I know that he can carry you. Our everlasting Father is always faithful to us. Nobody loves and cares for you more than he does. What problems, mountains, Storms, sorrows fill your life today. Turn them over to him, for he cares for you. When we surrender our life to him, our, sal our salvation becomes eternal through him. Hebrews 5.9 And once made perfect, he, Jesus, became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. John 10, 18. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. You ever been Christmas shopping and holding on to that little one with you? Nobody's going to snatch them from your hand, right? That's the way God feels about us. During the Christmas season, everyone's attention is on the miracle of Christ's birth, the shepherds, the angels, the wise men, the innkeeper, and the manger. Let's not forget why he came, why he had to come. He came because he can't say, we can't save ourselves from the penalty of our sins. He had to come because we needed a savior. He didn't need, we didn't need just a good man. We didn't need a wise teacher. We didn't need a hard worker. We didn't need another religious leader. So, no, we needed a Savior to save us from our sins. He came to us a baby, a gift from God. As a man, he died on the cross for our sins. God raised him to life after three days to prove he was God's perfect and only son to give us eternal life. What an awesome Savior. What a wonderful counselor. What a mighty God. What an everlasting Father. Amen. Look, I'm coming soon in Revelations 22, 12, and 13. 
Look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will give to each person according to what they have done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. As our wonderful counselor, we can seek him. As our mighty God, we can rest in him. As our everlasting father, we can trust him and lean on him. We can know that Jesus' faithfulness, his trustworthiness, his goodness, his love, and his mercy is eternal. It's everlasting. It's forever and ever. Amen. He will be your Savior today if you choose him. He will be your friend that will never leave you. He will be your provider and protector who watches over you. He will be your way maker and chain breaker in dealing with life in this world. In all that he will, in all of that, he will bring eternal peace to your heart and soul because he is the Prince of Peace. Thank you, Pastor, for these beautiful words, and we hope you feel better soon. Ever had that happen in church before? <laughs> Me neither. God bless him. We love you, Pastor, and let's, let's have a word of prayer to close. I don't know. I guess that's what we do next. All right. The worship team can come forward. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to be in your house. Lord, thank you for the sermon that was so well prepared. Thank you for our pastor who tried his best to make it through. Help him, Lord, and help him heal him and give him peace as he recovers from his stomach ailment this morning. But, Lord, we all are recovering. We all can be joyous in our recovery. We're not gloom and doom, sad sacks that walk around with our head down because poor me is having problems today. Lord, I don't make light of these problems. I understand them completely. But I know that the joy of the Lord is greater than our problems. And when we face a difficulty, Lord, we know that you face it with us and we are not alone. So thank you, God. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for each person that, that came here today seeking, seeking your peace, seeking your love, your joy. And next Sunday, a week from today, Lord, we will celebrate your, your birth here on earth. Lord, prepare us this week. Prepare our hearts for the joy that comes on Christmas Day. Prepare us, Lord, to receive the blessing that you have in store for each of us. In all these things we pray in the precious, holy, and wonderful name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.